Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time FL podcast for round 7, 2018. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who believes Bomber Thompson should never have had to go to the Magistrates Court. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Uh, g'day, buddy. And uh, good to have you back in Wayne Jackson Studios. Welcome back to the, uh, the salubrious surrounds of this wonderful studio. Good to have you back in town. Face to face, for a short time at least. Yeah, well, that is very true. Yeah, I don't believe... Um, I mean, always innocent until proven guilty. We've always said that on this podcast. But there is no way that uh, after we read the charges that were laid against Bomber Thompson, we read what was found in his house, he should not have to go to the magistrate's court. That is straight to the tribunal, my friend. <laughs> Michael Christian should have been called in. Forget your cop. What are the police doing there? That's, that's a match review officer. Gig, They're hardly qualified for it, are they? No, not at all. What the fuck do they know about uh, stuff? In, it, it, it's a footy matter. This is football matter, and uh, Bomber Thompson, he had to go to the magistrate's court. And you know what I didn't like was um, he leaves the magistrate's court, Mm. and there's a huge media scrum outside the court, Mm. and he has to run away. He runs away Mm. from them after. He makes a quick statement. He says, it's been a big day, and we're going to fight the charges. He's still in his coach speak, Mm. and then he bolted away. You know what? It turned into a foot race. (laughs) And I just, uh, I I don't think that needs to be done. It could be sorted. On a Tuesday night, Bomber goes in there. He says what happens. They say whether it was intentional. Yeah, yeah. Whether uh, the amount of uh, uh, that it was in his possession was high. Uh-huh. And then we move on. Three weeks, five years, whatever it turns out to be, and then we move on. You did notice, too, when he, uh, when he ran away from the press, right, kind of like, um, not a laneway, but it was up a, a plaza, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, he, ran, he, ran, he ran to the fat side. Did you notice that? <laughs> <laughs> Football happens die hard. I haven't seen the behind the goals vision of where he ran, but he, he had the zone. He kept the zone away from the media scrum. You know what? What I thought is when he was running away, he had a good turn of speed. Oh, uh, yep. I know, I know he was a dour back pocket mm-hmm. and he wasn't known for explosiveness, but he's still got it in him. He's yeah, got yeah. the fast twitch fibers when he needs yeah, it. Yeah, fuck, man. I find when you want to get away from the media, yeah. you, you get find an extra spring in your step. Happen. It is a weird thing, though, because uh, like for us, we had Bomber Friend on of the, the show. show. Friend of the show. And it's just such a, a, a strange turn of events. Mm. Like, you and I have both had bikies move into our respective houses and it's never gone sour for us. <laughs> it's just such a disappointing thing that a bikey uh, that you're living with, and I'm not. I'm not saying he's guilty because innocent to proven guilty. We always say that. Yeah, sure. I mean, in a way, I mean, to me, Wayne Jackson Studios, it's it's more of a clubhouse than anything. Well, true. <laughs> I, we have referred to it like the police referred to it as Wayne Jackson Compound, <laughs> but it's not. It, it's just it's just two guys doing a podcast, yeah. and you can't hear the pill press in the background. <laughs> but that's just the way we roll. Yeah, we got it. CCTV, a yeah, lot of exactly. barbed wire. Yeah. <laughs> it's painted black. Yeah, how do you do? And our insignia on the front. <laughs> yes, how do you keep your house? 
Uh, we're going to bring on our special guest. We have got a very special guest today. Colin supporter and comedian Ben Vanell. How are you? Hey, boys. Yeah, I just passed Dusty Martin's dad on the way into the compound. <laughs> I think he's, uh, yeah. He's, Mate, he's living in very happily in New Zealand. <laughs> yep. And uh, okay. that, was, that was Ben Vanell who said that. <laughs> For anyone out there who is listening. So you are a, uh, you're a Colin supporter. You're also a digital producer at SEN. Yes. So, so you've, got some, you've got some footy chops. Have you met Trout from Wood End? Uh, no, but I've heard him. I've heard him come through many, many times. Yeah. A very uh, knowledgeable young man, <laughs> Trout. Yes. Trout is. He certainly knows his uh, knows his football. Oh yes. And he loves to call in. Oh yeah. And I love to put him on air. Well, how does he yeah. feel? Because I haven't been able to listen to SEN too much with late. So how does it go in terms of like he usually have like a kind of nine oh five? He'd be calling KB. Mm. So does he now call into KB's show or does he call Jared? He wa- he waits for KB. I think. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. They see him come through on the switchboard and straight on air. He had to upend his work schedule. Mm. Change his day. Change your day. Sometimes you need that, though. You need that shake-up. It's just you get into a routine Mm. and you're unhappy. Because he is, for those who are completely unaware of what we're talking about. uh, We've gone deep in (laughs) SEN. Trout is a uh, Richmond supporter. Yeah. So he was a very big fan of bringing into KB. And he calls Mm. up, is it mainly with Richmond issues? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Or is he a lover of the game in general? Mm, I think he's a lover of the Tigs. He's on the train. Well, not too much to complain about at the minute. Yeah. I, I mean, think he just called in the other day to say, you know, keep it, keep it up, boys. Going well. <laughs> and how are you, KB? And KB was, uh, it was good, I think. That's and awesome. It, how, what are you, what are your thoughts on the on Collingwood this season? How, how are you feeling? You're tracking pretty well. <laughs> As we're recording, it's half time, is it? Or maybe just just come out of half quarter? time, yeah. Sunday afternoon. Um, yeah. It's tough being a pie supporter at the moment. I feel like. Being a Carlton supporter or a Brisbane supporter or a Saints supporter at this point, at least you know where your club is at. But Collingwood, it's like you're in the box and you haven't opened it yet and you don't know if we're dead or alive. Like, um, I'm not sure. I was, I was, I was hashtag sack bucks for a few years. You there. were, yeah, sure. Um, and then it took me about three weeks to come around, and now I love bucks. But man, like we're not, we're not playing that well against Brisbane at the moment. Well, you're, uh, you're two, two points, points up, up as we head into the uh, about uh, eight minutes into the third quarter. Yeah. How, how, who would you think, like last year, obviously, you, you haven't made finals since 2012. 12, yeah. 12. Yes. Made a prelim. Yes, and that, that was part of the, pretty much part of the Mick Moltas era, yeah. part of the dynasty that he had set up, the dynasty yep. that only won one flag. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? Did you think get rid of Bucks and who – did you have any thoughts as to who should replace him? No, I, I feel like we'd committed – it was that thing of like uh, committing so much that you feel like you have to just put more into it mm. to get some kind of result. It was like just leave Bucks there. Surely it's going to come good. Yeah. But – if it wasn't going to come good, I was just like, clean it out, start again. Surely you know? if you're leaving there long enough, he'll come good. Just by the fact, it's pretty hard to, you know, you give a coach 10 years, eventually they're going to make finals. Yeah, just by chance. Oh, I, reckon, mm. I reckon Mark Neal could have proven <laughs> well and truly wrong. But in I, that case. I was sort of feeling like, Eddie, get out, Bucks, yeah. get out. You well, know, that's like, the thing. Yeah. What, is, what, is yeah. your thought, what are your thoughts on the president? Pretty embarrassing as a public figure. Like, some of the stuff he said is just not on. And it's kind of... I think he's stuck in the past a little bit. Yeah. And in his defence, like, when he said that stuff about Goodsy, he was mucking around and pumping him up, okay? <laughs> in his defence. <laughs> we, have, we have overlooked that. <laughs> Do you think, because he's been there uh, 1999, I think it yeah, was? Yeah, because he got mm. Big Malthouse to the club yes. in 99, oh, yeah. so it would have been over 98, so it would be Maybe. almost 20 years. Mm, yeah. yeah. That's an incredible run. But yeah. Di- dictatorships have lasted long, um, less time. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. 
what, is there a plan to uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, succession, succession plan? plan? No. Wasn't I there think... talk of Craig Kelly for a little bit? Oh yeah, yeah. But I feel like Eddie's just gonna hold on for grim life. Like mm. he, I think this. I feel he feels like it. Def- it probably defines him as a person. You know, like he is yeah. the Collingwood president. Well, he'd have nothing to do if he gave up the presidency, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, there's not much going on. He'd just be hanging on with it. But I guess for him too, it would be uh, he hung around, re-signed Bucks. Yes. And then if, you know, you guys win a flag with this lot, it was his, you know, choice to hang on to him. So yes. he, he looks like a saviour once again. Totally. He can, yes, Malthouse tick, Buckley tick eventually. Yeah. But, but also, yeah. I think the longer you hang around and things like that... Uh, the more chance there is for it to get really bitter at the end sure. and then someone comes in and they, they remove you essentially mm. and that's when all the relationships are broken. I, I wouldn't want it to get to that stage with Eddie. So you're saying like uh, the, the way that James Hurd sort of ended at Essendon? I, no, no, not quite. But like maybe even previously, like um, Alan McAllister, like mm-hmm. he kind of got kicked out and, he, you know, that relationship out and the like. Or maybe even like a cave at Richmond, you know. Yeah, okay. And he was coaching there. I feel like Eddie might go out on top. So if we do win another flag, he'll step down. He'll dust his hands off and say, thank you very yeah. much. But I can't see him going out in, in some dark times. I feel like he'll be like, no, I've got to fix things. And I don't want my name tarnished, basically. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Do you think you guys are close to a, a flag at the moment? I don't know. That's, yeah, that's, that's what it comes back to. I, I don't know where we are. Mm. Like, we have some good players and some bad players and a game plan that seems to either be great or awful. Uh, it's it's really hard to tell, and we're, like where we are on the ladder is about where we should be. Like either either eighth or eleventh. <laughs> like I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. looking at the, the. As someone pointed out to us, the AFL dot com dot au offers a live ladder. Oh, oh a live ladder! Yeah, oh awesome. wow, I love a live ladder. Yeah. And uh, Collingwood are currently sitting eighth as you <sighs> lead by uh, two or three points against Brisbane. I feel yeah. there are a few teams like that at the minute, though. You don't quite know where they're at. I feel mm. that about Hawthorne because we've gone five minutes and we haven't talked about Hawthorne yet. But I feel like <laughs> that. I feel like that. We could be. Yeah. Uh, you know, could be seventh, could be fifteenth. Totally, there's no, that's not that ridiculous. low. Sorry, yeah, no. maybe not fifteenth. <laughs> I mean, I'd love it if they were fifteenth. <laughs> Who but, wouldn't? Yeah, Hawthorne, Melbourne, Port, uh, Kangaroos at this point, yeah. Adelaide, Frio, like well, they could be anywhere. Yeah, everyone's predicting uh, the Roos were going to be on the bottom. Yes, and um, they came through. That win on um, uh, Saturday night was fantastic mm. against the Swans. Yeah, yes. that was huge. Yeah, very impressive. Now, did you, as a Collingwood fan, were you there for the 2010 Premiership celebrations? I wasn't. I wasn't. I was in Croydon watching with my my family. Where dreams are made. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly yeah. right. I, w- I was at the prelim though, where we smacked Geelong. Okay, and that was one of the greatest days of my life. Uh, that's right. You won by about ten goals. Yeah, didn't you? that was where that Collingwood chant started oh. for the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a part of that. You're fucking. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for coming on. Yeah, um, you can leave now. So you had two grand finals to try and get tickets to, and you couldn't get them to either. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. I was a young man. I was yeah. a much younger man. Hey Ben, I went to both. Anyway, continue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the, the last one and left at three quarter time because I realised Collingwood were going to win. It was making me sick. Yeah. <laughs> I think that Collingwood 2010 win, I think that's the first time at a grand final I've gone to the bar, like in the third quarter, because yeah, I was that... like, I don't want to see this shit. <laughs> <laughs> How were you during the draw? Uh, awful. Yeah. I, I, I left the room. I left the room with about a minute to go. I couldn't watch it. I was yeah. having a meltdown. Like, it was so stressful. And then it kind of didn't get any less stressful for a week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because everyone thought that, the, that St Kilda's momentum would carry on into the grand final, and it, mm. it, it mm. may have had uh, Heath Shaw not 
performed possibly the greatest smother of all time. Yes, yes, indeed. And then it was uh, not a stressful match at all, that replay. No. That was nice. No. And how, how uh, like, uh, what lengths did you go to to try and get a ticket? Oh, I didn't even have the money. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So like, I was, I was a poor uni, st- uni student? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. So I was very much resigned to my fate. But, uh, oh, it's a, a sweet... I bought the victory package, which consists of all the finals we won and uh-huh. the grand final and yeah. the, the replay. And a special Dane Swan video tacked on at the end of it. <laughs> That's, That's it. Nice that was a special yeah. thing. It was a oh, very okay. special it's feature. Very, yeah, very <laughs> <laughs> the director's commentary, and that's amazing. <laughs> um, and so, do you, how old are you? Like, do you remember 90? No, I was three years old in 1990. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. I had a, I have a t- story about a mate of mine. He um, had, like... 500 Facebook friends or something. I can't mm. remember. It, but he's like, if I got $3 of each of my friends, I can afford a flight back to Melbourne from London. Mm-hmm. Oh, so wow. people gave him the money, raised the funds. It's like a, a GoFundMe page before it. Essentially, yeah. yeah, essentially. And then he came to the game. He came to the um, draw, actually. So mm. then he had to go back and he, he missed the actual premiership. <laughs> but he said oh, the deal was, I will get a that tattoo makes... on my wrist saying IOU. So he's got a tattoo, a permanent reminder of Fantastic. IOU on his wrist for all the people who chipped in. And is he going to pay them back slowly, $3 per... Well, interest now, too. I think I gave him about 50 bucks. Did you? I think I went over over, over the odds. Yeah. Crazy for a Collingwood fan to have a shitty tattoo as well. That is unheard of. (laughs) That is very true. (laughs) Let's head to the games, Adam. Well, let's talk about some shit teams at the moment. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably the shittest one getting around at the moment would have to be... St Kilda. Uh, <laughs> they are awful. They got uh, flogged today by Melbourne mm. at Etihad. Melbourne is starting to play Etihad Stadium really well. Yes, yes, yes. And football in general. I well, mean, they're up and fun. down, but yeah, a couple in a row. It's the it's the throwback jumpers. That's what's getting mm. them over the line. You think mm. the Royal Blue? They 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 play hard for the for the nineteen eighties look. Yeah, going back to all those great times from the seventies and like when they wore it. Yeah. Hey, um, did you see Jesse Hogan's um staging? No, oh, no, no. I, didn't, I didn't see much of the game. What happened? Uh, he got bumped by the St Kilda player rather lightly mm-hmm. and he just took a dive in the goal square and the umpire saw the end result and said, oh, well, you've been clearly pushed over. So he got an easy goal. But uh, I think it's the kind of thing we probably will get fined for. Well, that's mm. good. Mm. So we need to stamp that out about it. It was like so- yeah, soccer style diving. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's like, what the sin like. bin should be for. If you stage, you're off the ground immediately. That's, Are you calling for a sin bin? I, th- I reckon. I reckon. Should it be like you have to be on the field but you can't touch the ball? Like, just to make <laughs> yes. you suffer. <laughs> yes. Because if you're off the ground, it's like, oh, well, he's getting a bit of a rest. But, or they make you run laps. Like, you've got to suffer for mm, your team. Yeah, yeah. Or that thing of, you know, when you miss a target at training or something, you go down and do 20 push-ups. Yes. Is that the idea? Yes. You maybe do 100 push-ups. So stage, 50 burpees. Yeah. What about you swap teams for the rest of the match? So you have to play for the opposition. Yeah, but so you can, you can potentially tank. Some players would want to oh, do that. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'd see a lot of Carlton players just diving to the ground. Yeah. Just want to play in a win. Just want to play in a win. Yeah. Want to taste the culture of success. <laughs> just, just want someone to throw Gatorade at me. But Christian, did Petrarca play today? He did, didn't he? Mm. And he's back after almost, he almost lost his finger. Yes. Yeah, that infection went to the bone or something. You don't want a bonular infection. No. Pretty intense. No. I didn't know that kind of thing could happen. Yeah. Mm. But he said, I'd rather, I'd rather miss a couple of games than lose the finger. And I go, mm. well, you're not, you're not committed. Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at Daniel Chick. Exactly. Fucking, he was happy to give up half a digit. That's mm. true, yeah. He kind of lost uh, half a knuckle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was uh, another player as well who did that but didn't reach the heights of Daniel Chick. I think it was roundabouts, but uh, maybe played twos. 
Okay. And he lopped off a finger as well. Jeez. But I think Chicky kept doing it because every time he'd go for a tackle, it would basically pop out. And yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I don't need it. I think it was a ring finger, maybe on the right, mm. on the right hand. So mm. you don't need that, even if you're an Uber driver. Well, it has affected his Uber driving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, when he opens the bottles of bottles of water, it goes everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he He's down to like four point two stars. Keeps dropping yeah. the Mentos he through the mints. The gap in the hand. Chicky. But I just saw like, Christian Petrarca. Imagine that if he had have played, uh, your teammates would have lifted. You know how sometimes they say your teammates walk taller? If they mm-hmm. know that potentially anything you do on the field could mean you're losing the you finger. You lose the finger. How proud of they? Was of it, you are they? Was yeah. it his dog? Or was it someone else's dog? I think it was someone else's. Like, well, he's I'm got a dog. I actually, footballer in real life, saw him outside SEN ah. oh. in Swan Street walking his dogs. Very interesting. And so there was a couple, so perhaps... Whether his dogs, like he, because mm. he is into dog fights, as we uh, revealed on this show a couple of weeks ago, maybe they were hunting. Like he goes on the hunt for smaller dogs. Oh, yes. So they're in the Richmond area. Yep. They see like a dachshund mm-hmm. and he's gone attack. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the dachshund, you know. Maybe he's happy if the dog bites him, seeing that he does organise uh, dog fighting rings mm-hmm. on a regular basis. He's scouting. He's thrilled. He's like, mm. good on you. Oh, You're a keeper. Yeah. You're a keeper. Yep. So maybe he, yeah, maybe he's testing dogs. Maybe someone brought a dog to his place and goes, I've got a dog for you. He goes, is it tough? Yeah, fucking... Hold out your finger. Yeah, he goes one-on-one with the dog for a little bit. And this is the first one he's lost. So this dog's straight through. Mm. Yeah, this is the heavyweight champion. Yeah. Yes. I do like that. But what do you do with the Saints? Like, uh, they brought out... Because they said during the week it was uh, time to get the mouth guards out of training. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Who was Why don't you just get out... Like, shouldn't you be wearing a mouth guard if you're at training... All the time. I know you're doing a lot of skills-based stuff, and you just, but you never know when accidents can happen. And if so, why don't you get the helmets out as well? Yes. Why, why are we protecting the brain at training? Mm-hmm. Would you have worn math guard at training? Uh, oh, I would think so, yeah. Yeah, I would have yeah. worn it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's oh, like I, when they get, say, bring out the tackle bags. It's like, were you not tackling in training before this? Is yeah, that, yeah. Perhaps that is the issue here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. So perhaps this is the issue at, at St Kilda is they've just been doing circle work. They've just mm-hmm. been, you know, kick to kick. I would dispute that based on their kicking efficiency. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing at training. Yeah. They're just hanging out. I think it was the Bombers too. I think they brought out the... Mouth guards as well. Fuck, I tell you what, the mouth guards don't do is get you a win. They're <laughs> <laughs> yes. a booming industry, though, isn't it? <laughs> There's actually a mouth guard shop near me where I live. And I'm like, near Rod Carter Studios. Yeah, how much business do you get mm. if you're purely selling, selling mouth guards? Well, I guess it depends on how many training runs you have to. And I, yeah. You don't go really upgrade the mouth guard mm. very often, do you? I wouldn't have thought so. I think no. it's like mouth guard for life unless yeah. something happens to it. What mm. happens to you? You could lose it, like you throw it well, at yeah. the end of a game, you miss a goal, you or toss it. You get your it wisdom teeth out, you've got to replace it. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Update. maybe yeah, yeah. yeah you're wearing update. braces, you've decided to go with braces oh, later yeah. in life. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous call for a footy player. Oh, well, yeah, you're definitely wearing a mouth guard. Yeah. It's everywhere. If there are any dentists out there, send send us a message at Junktime RFO pod. Are we? That our email? Yeah. That email? Yeah. It has been for a few years <laughs> yeah, now. Send that in. Just let us know what the mouthguard business is like. But don't you think if they're going to be running mouthguards, if you're going that hard, they need to also wear helmets? Because you look at uh, Paddy McCartan, who copped Ooh. a knock to the head today. Oh, yes. He? Yeah, but he yeah. stayed out there. Yes. So he went down. It was just a little bit of a head clash with... Um, uh, who was it? I can't remember. It was a Melbourne player. Oh, do your head Okay. Hey, your head okay? Well, I had a few head clashes last <laughs> night, but that was me. Clashes and, uh, with a few pints. Yeah, windscreens. Um, and he, he went down, but he refused to go off. But they were okay. saying in the mm. coverage that if they the doctors had seen that, they would have been like, mate, come off, we need to run tests on you. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. Okay. Because you can't just leave him out there. No. He, he's, yeah. 
that's genuinely troubling as well. If, if he's because he's had so many concussions, yeah, he's not in the right mind to decide if he should stay on or go off at all. Well, that's a good point, isn't it? It's not up to him. As soon as they see him go down and take a few seconds to get up, the doc should have been out there. Yeah, for sure. Where the fuck was the doc? I don't, like... t- I don't want to uh, get a guy sacked, but the St Kilda doctor should never work again. <laughs> well, it's pretty bad if the, the if the coverage is showing that. And you can mm. work that out as a fan just watching TV. Yeah. And, the, mm. and the club's not across that. Uh, the head knocks are going to be the ne- next big thing, aren't they? In terms of like lawsuits and the like. I would have thought so, but does that mean, uh, can we cover that up? Do you wear like the big Phil Narkel type helmet? Remember mm-hmm. that? Well, I don't know how much the helmet actually protects you in that regard. Or do you think you get more, a bit more reckless if you're wearing the helmet? Like, I, you know, when you're wearing a condom, you'll just do anything. <laughs> i tell you what, fun fact, someone was telling me just the other day, actually, their dad was a brain surgeon, and he was saying that their dad said the uh, basic kind of protection you get from a helmet said you get pretty much from a beanie. In terms of like what you can protect from your head. Is that right? right? That's I, what I, have, I have heard that the issue is that your brain knocks around within your skull. Yeah. Not that it, you know, your skull's being impacted itself. Yeah. So do you put like a, a well, interior goes, helmet in, like, okay. Within the skull? Yes. Yes. So when you're drafted. You open up, oh, yeah. open up the skull. Pop a helmet in there. Yeah, put a yeah. bit of like those foam packing beans. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. I mean, it, it seems to me we need to, to shelter the brain, so we mm. need to yeah pack pack some ice or something around the brain. Yeah, well, ice is going to melt. The foam I mean, beams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can make a day of it. Get your mouth guard permanently implanted Great. and get your interior helmet put in. That's not bad, is it? All right. Let's, yeah. Well, let's run this up the... Copyright interior helmet, by the way. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Anyone the, out there planning the inter- this? I love the interior helmet. <laughs> it's good. It's good shit. And that way, once they realise... So you have a couple of test cases, you... Um, and a couple of like people, you go, they're not very highly skilled, but mm-hmm. let's elbow them, clash heads. Mm-hmm. And if they come out, cognitive tests are fine. And you're yep. like, we're back on here. <laughs> yes. You can elbow, you can punch, you can yeah. do whatever you want. Yes. The head is no longer yes. sacrosanct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the head has become a target. The biff has been brought back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you want the game. You want people coming through the gate. Oh, yes. Yeah. We're on it. Yes. And also, wouldn't it be frightening to a kid? Because obviously you wouldn't, you wouldn't have the interior helmet on a child. No. So it's not until you get drafted... That yeah. you get the interior helmet. So the first couple of times you get the elbow and you're like, fuck, what's going to happen? You're like, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Like my, mm-hmm. my uh, eye socket has been fractured and I can't see properly, but my brain <laughs> yeah. is fine. Yeah. Hey, why don't we head down the road to a skilled stadium? Is it still called that? It's something G- else now. GHB. Hey, we've gone through uh, GMHBA, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. GBH. Yeah. GBH. Yeah. That's right, stadium. GBA Stadium. Hey, yeah. you had another head knock. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tom Hawkins. Now, I haven't seen the incident myself, unfortunately, but is he in trouble? Referred to the tribunal? Uh, he, I think he's in trouble. I, yeah. Chris, so Chris Scott said something oh, like... Oh, hang on, hang on. Don't tell me that Chris Scott has brought up a crazy theory that means that Tom Hawkins, that he thinks Tom Hawkins could get off. He, the crazy theory is that Tom Hawkins told him he didn't mean to do it, and he believes him. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Fuck. So, chuck it out. Can, yeah, can All you good. throw it out beforehand? Like, should he ring Chris Owen and yeah. just go, hey, Take buddy. the night off. Yeah. 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 Stay up in the chopper. Don't come down. I got the word from Hawko. Yeah. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. So it's just a bit of a light touch. No, it? I don't think it was a light touch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, Compared so, to... The umpire is like... Hand, Sam Newman style hand out uh-huh. and Hawkins slaps it away. Oh. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was pretty deliberate. So he said. Pretty rude to point like that. He's given, given him the shark hand. The <laughs> Sam Newman shark Indeed. hand. The umpire. Yeah. Yes. Now, the umpire was kind of pointing like just at the general direction of what went on because Hawkins mm. had come in and hit uh, a, a Giants player <laughs> in the in the ass. <laughs> Put him down. Yeah, and then, uh, need, need him in the ass. Oh fuck! How much yeah. hurt? Which, which he got fined for. Like he yeah. got fined for. Oh, that. He has been fined yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that yeah. was that, that was, wasn't fun. That was mm, nasty. That's not fun. Yeah. 
So he's put him down. Phil Davis has come in to remonstrate. Mm. And then the umpire ran in to be like, hey, fellas, take it easy. Mm-hmm. And so this is what Hawkins is claiming. Is he thought it was a GWS hand. So he's gone He's gone for two separate... Uh, mm. like um, Lies? Re- <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, he's trying to come up with two separate things. So one, he said it was an accident. But two, he said, I thought it was a Giants player. Mm. And so he's gone to smack that away. Okay. Mm. So he's actually... He smacked it away. I think he'll get a week. Yes. For it. Yes. I, I tend to agree. So then how come Greg Williams gets, a, what, 55 weeks nine, for nine pushing weeks someone? Is, yeah. Yeah. He got nine weeks. Williams was a little bit more, like, push the umpire in the mm, chest. Yeah, I, think that, I actually think they were a little bit... He- I know I'm a Carlton fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they were a little bit heavy-handed. Like, he was looking at, uh, at Denham from Essendon when he did it. He wasn't even looking at the umpire. Yeah, yeah. And he couldn't say he couldn't see him because, you know... Greg Williams had amazing peripheral vision. <laughs> he could see stuff just behind him. <laughs> I think it was an overreaction, and that's why Carl went to the Supreme Court and lost. Okay, mm. so a week, do you reckon? I think, yeah, yeah he's definitely in trouble. Yeah. Hey, yeah. umpires, you can't, you can't touch it. Up. I know. Not I on know. the field. As much as we want to. <laughs> yeah. You've got to, you've got to wait. But that was a, uh, it was a great win by Geelong, and it, it was pretty decent, wasn't it? Mm. Where, where are the Giants now? That's like, a good question. Yeah. That's a good question, because when is it going to click... Every year we say, how far the Giants? We've been saying that for the last three Please. years. Giants! Thank you. <laughs> and so... That's how they want it. Where are they going to be? Now, they're, they're clearly going to finish top four. Surely. Mm. Is, that, is it clearly, though? They've got some huge outs. Yeah. Yes. Uh, like, you know, having Toby Green out, Jeremy yeah. Cameron. There's a lot... You know, there's only so much talent that can come through underneath. And when you lose the key position players and players like that, they don't have a Ruckman at the moment. Yeah, so it's are, insane. They are struggling a little bit. Mm. Yeah. And I know everyone just thinks it's a given because of their talent, but uh, I don't know about that. Yeah. You're calling it, Adam. You're calling it now. Wow. The Giants cannot win this year's flag. Awesome. Yeah. I, I don't think... Well, it's hard to tell because Josh Kelly isn't playing. Tom yes. Scully isn't playing. Yeah. Like, that's... Add those guys back in. Any team become... Carlton could potentially be almost good if you put those players in. Oh, we'd, we'd easily be top seven. So let's not go too <laughs> yeah. far, yeah. Uh, Ben. Well... Let's just say the Carlton probably will have those players in a few years. <laughs> Did you uh, see how they wore orange uh, socks? Yes. Because mm. I always find when you uh, want to uh, clash, mm. you should wear the socks the same colour as um, the team, only other team that wears orange. Yes. <laughs> so the uh, the reason was it was for uh, an alcohol awareness. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So There's a lot out there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. As, uh, it's really good. It's as, really tasty. As, uh, as Carlton Draft sponsorship goes behind yeah. all the players as they're running out there. But uh, Geelong had orange, uh, like, hoop at the mm. top of their Yes. It was uh, for socks. Just Think, I believe, was the uh, oh, was that organization. The yeah, Just yeah, Think, I think yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah, okay. But also, like, the one team that you can't do it against mm. is the Giants. Yeah. And they fucking do that. Like, that's just ridiculous. And did you know, I was watching the coverage on Friday night, Patrick Dangerfield couldn't wear them because <laughs> the them. socks they gave him. He couldn't get over his car. He couldn't get over I his car. I saw eight stories about this, yeah, this yeah. thing. Everyone, <laughs> everyone was on about it. Yeah, and you look at his calves next to like Tom Hawkins, the yeah. aforementioned. His calves are way bigger. He got them around him. Yeah. I think this is a beat up. This is some kind of Paddy Dangerfield PR story. I believe they talk. He's trying to spread the rumor that he's got yeah. big calves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe he just likes seeing people getting snapped when they're pissed. There was an idea. <laughs> so he couldn't, con- he couldn't yes. condone it. In good faith, he could not. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. He's like in my heart of hearts. <laughs> I love seeing. I can't get behind this. Yeah. <laughs> Drunk guys getting fucked up. I believe I read something that he had his calf strapped. Oh. Therefore, the extra strapping meant that he couldn't get the um, socks over them. Who wears their socks up the whole game, though? Paddy- Apart from Ruckman. Yeah. Just wear it around your ankles, mate. Paddy Dangerfield is one of the few guys who still does that. He pulls mm. his socks up. Did you yeah, buy that? Actually- they took, every now and then the coach would be like, 
pull your socks up, look like a footballer. Yeah, you've yeah. had a bit of that. Yeah, a tuck your jumper in. Yeah, mm. tuck your jumper in. Did <laughs> so you have, fuck off, mate? Play yeah. like it's the nineteen thirties. Yeah, yeah. Tuck <laughs> yeah. your woolen jumper in your undies. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, with collar. We need a collar. <laughs> pop, did you ever pop your collar? <laughs> pop your collar. <laughs> when you're coming in for goal? What do we do about the Bombers? Well, it's all about the third term. They're making such a big deal about these third terms. Even mm. John Weisbrot said something along the lines that they'll, 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 they'll have the shakes or they'll wake up sweating. But <laughs> yes, they'll third, hear a siren. And think of it's the third quarter and yes, <laughs> freak they're, out. They're having PTSD. Stop talking about the third quarter and then people won't worry about the third quarter. About mm. third quarters. Well, it's, it's Brendan Goddard getting there at, in there at half time and just yelling at everyone, mm. right? Everyone's just scared. Putting them off. Yeah. So basically, they haven't won a third quarter this season, which is not enormous. It's only seven games, mm. but they've been absolutely smashed. I think it was six goals, three to one behind yesterday. You, it was against Hawthorne, so you were there. Yeah, I've got a feeling they haven't been smashed. Like, it's like 12 goals to 27 or something like that. Like, it's not ridiculous. Oh, really? Yeah, my understanding of that is uh, that could, could be wrong. No, I think I saw the same thing, which I was like, 12 goals, 27, 12 goals to 27 goals in one third quarter. That is insane. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it is the season. Yeah, they let season. him get a run on. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't That's know. Two goals in a quarter. For seven games, yeah. No, I, I can't. I can't buy into that. Yeah, sure. If it was okay. six goals to zero yesterday, I think it's been worse. Yeah, okay. As it's come on, like against, uh, I know against Melbourne, it was something like seven goals to one or something. Okay. So, so your uh, statistics are complete and utter bullshit. Maybe it's two <laughs> bad games. Yeah, yeah. You got to take. You know what they can do though. All right, if, if you're thinking about, they, they said they got to change their halftime routine. Yeah. Yes. So. What you do is you get the players to leave the ground, right? They put on a suit, uh-huh. they leave the ground, and they pretend like they're coming in for the start of the game. <laughs> oh, so they run yes. through a second banner. Yep. Yes. So they're in their heads. They're like, oh, so fuck, they we're going to... get on a bus and do a lap or something. Yes. Mm. Mm. So you may... All right, they're on the clock because it's not a long time at half time. 15 minutes, yep. yeah. Yeah. Yep. So they're going to be... All right, they're going to have to bolt off the ground straight onto the bus, yeah. get changed on the bus. Yeah. Yep. Come into the ground, have cameras there, watching them come back in, so they think it's the start of the game. Have their headphones and stuff like that on. Yes. yes. Have the little kids there, kind of there to get autographs and the like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. John Warsfold gives them another rev up before the game. Yeah. We yes. fucking smash these Hawthorne. We can get into them. You know, yep. we can take them. We're a good team. They go out. Dyson Heppel tosses a coin. They get a, have to get a couple of actors. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Play like the song. Yes. Play the song. Second banner, which is great for the cheer squad. Gives them something to do. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then perhaps. The third quarter malaise is over. Sound like another brilliant idea, Adam. Mm. I mean, it dis- it disregards the positional changes, the tactics that might have to be discussed at halftime, any kind of you know discussion with the coaches. But I think that it's a, uh, a good point. No, I think I'm fully behind you. I think this is a great idea. Maybe they could do that talk on the bus as they do the lap of the ground. But then it's reminding them that they've already played. Yeah, yeah. You need to get into their heads. <laughs> yeah. That uh... hypnotize them. Oh, like I'm okay. Because then you can tell, like, tell their brains not to see the scoreboard as mm. well. Every quarter is the first Hip- quarter. Hypnosis. I think well, that's it. Well, because they're coming in at half time tight. So, yeah, I think you're right. If they do start again, mm-hmm. I think that they can, you know, be so. I think it's a good first quarter. Mm-hmm. They're coming going on the set, into three quarter time mm. thing and it's quarter time. Fuck. There was yes. mildly amusing footage on the coverage where Nicky Dell was talking to um, BJ mm-hmm. on the way into the rooms at yep. half time, but they go all the way into the rooms. And well, so you walk with him that far. Yeah, he went the whole way, like right into the heart of the oh, room. Oh, they're all they're all buddies. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah they're all teammates. Mm. Um, but essentially, they were just blocking people from getting past. <laughs> so if you snuck through, but they're about fifteen players behind, kind of like <laughs> this isn't going to help. <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. So they didn't think to uh, maybe let the players go first and then hold the hold the interview. No, no Nicky Dale, he's got a lot to learn. Yeah, I mean, well, he's, he's a fresh-faced young I boy. Know, I know. You, you only do that once. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you guys are. Uh, you guys were getting ready for Shanghai? 
Oh yeah, got well, my tickets. I know you didn't go to the 2010 Grand Final, so I bought you. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. concerned that again I was going to miss out because this is I selling know. like gangbusters, right? You got to be quick, man. Yeah, yeah. you got to get to. It's called Adelaide Arena. It's yeah. interesting. Oh, that that's not fair on the Gold Coast mm. Suns. I mean, I mean, is it is it a Suns home game again? Because remember last year it was, and they wanted to wear red jumpers and Koshi arced up. Yeah, yep. because basically that's the that's uh, the, the Chinese, Chinese flag. Colors, yeah. yeah. So you got to hurry because they say that the Suns allotment is going to run out shortly. Not the Suns allotment. The Suns allotment oh, is going to run oh. out. How many tickets is that? Like 25? <laughs> I don't know. How many does it fit? Fit about 15, 20? I th- oh, it's 11,000, I think. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> said last Big year. Big stadium. I mean, yeah. if you consider that uh, for the amount of people that live in China, that is a huge, that's a, <laughs> yeah. that's a big stadium. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically one bedroom <laughs> yeah. in Shanghai. It's one primary school class, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, they talk about they're going to have a big, bigger proportion of local Chinese at the game. We probably had 30% last year. Mm. And this year it'll be closer to 50%. We've done more marketing, more social media, and now have 22 schools involved in our AFL wow. program. Uh, you know what that tells me. This year we've already had six rounds of AFL aired in China. Do we, but do we know the ratings? Do we know, like, if you, went, if you and I went... If we did a junk time live in Shanghai, yep. pre... The Gold Coast Suns versus Port Adelaide would it sell out as fast as this uh, this second annual game? It is getting a fair bit of coverage over there. I know mm. uh, reports on the ground out there. A lot of kids out there are saying "boy oh boy, wow we." So uh-huh. the only one thing uh-huh. it's infused itself into the uh, <laughs> yep. Chinese culture. And you sell Shanghai candy, is what they <laughs> yeah. Is some of the stuff they do over there. <laughs> but do you what what I'm what I was trying to get at before is that if there's a lot of schools involved, mm-hmm. I'm seeing free tickets. Like yeah. Thinking, oh, they're comping it out. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, they're, they're pavering it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know how much money the AFL is making back from this. Mm. Do we know how much money is involved in general? Like, what is Gold Coast and Port getting out of it? I feel like I heard the million dollar number thrown around at some okay. point. Well, I think I think Gold Coast got quite a bit last year because it was their home game that they sold uh-huh. to yeah, take over there. Yes. So they got a, a fair whack. For and that. who's giving that money? Is that China giving that money? Is that the AFL giving that money? I think. So, the AFL, surely. Like, like who's the main company behind it? Yeah, that's a very good it. question because I yeah. reckon China's going, well, I, don't, I don't give yeah. a fuck. Is yeah. it some kind of Chinese tourism advertisement? I think it's the opposite. I think China don't give a fuck and yeah. the AFL is like, come on, please, let us play a yeah, game here. Allow okay. Us. Yeah. We'll build a purpose-built stadium. We'll mm. teach you the fat side of the ground. Yeah. You know, you can teach these kids a lot yes. about our great game. Mm. Yes. You know, you can show them... Because the, the the games that they get shown, they've seen six rounds, but how much behind the goals vision have they seen? Yeah. How <laughs> so many where, elements we can give them? Yeah, yeah, that's a very They good, need to know about the live ladder. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, yeah kids yeah. need to know that. Do, do Chinese kids know what a Gatorade Bukaki is? <laughs> <laughs> do they know where the I diddle diddle is? That is, yeah, that, that's that a is a question point. I've been yeah, asking. And why she kicked down the line. They don't know these things. So I guess it's, it's a generational thing, mm-hmm. and because there's so many children coming through in Asia yep. with a booming mm. population yep. it won't take long for this to take hold yep. I do love it though how they kind of they're pushing you know China 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 you know, get involved in it it's like we haven't got a foothold in fucking Sydney yet yeah let yeah. alone out of the out of the country the Gold Coast Suns are pretty close to folding <laughs> yes and yet we're pushing them into Shanghai yeah and during the week they were saying that they're going to be playing an exhibition game or a pre-season game in India Mm. Uh, that's right. So they just want to tap into somewhere where there's massive markets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. It's like the Gold Coast Suns should move to Tasmania, but they're going to go to, yeah, Shanghai or yeah. Mumbai instead. Somewhere where we think there's a lot of money to be coming back. Mm. I don't know, maybe because of the IPL or just because, you know, yeah. so many people over there. And it's nearby. 
I guess. Ish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's close-ish. Yeah. yeah. Um, Why not Indonesia? They have a huge population. These are the questions We're that very should be popular asking. over there when we go to Bali. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a team coming out of Jakarta, I mean, I'm sure it's a hardline Islamist, but that's not the point. That would be great. I'd like to see their tribunal. Ooh. <laughs> so, lose, lose a hand, you know, for, for you touch an umpire, yeah. hand gone. Okay, I can get behind that. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you who got in trouble, actually, with Chad Corns. So he's Port's mm. runner. He got in trouble, I guess, suspended for a match mm. for swearing at Todd Goldstein uh, last weekend. Well, he's brought the game into disrepute. Yeah, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's brought the, the name of the, the proud family name of the Corns. Corns, yeah. Yeah. So he sullied the Corns name. Indeed, for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realise this, but the, um, they suspended for one match as a result under rules that ban runners from interacting with umpires and opposition players. So they're not allowed to even talk to them. They're not allowed to say, well umpired, raise a ray. Oh, yeah, weak. That's Great a Great goal. <laughs> Todd Goldstein. Well, I think it was. Premiership captain Nick Maxwell, who started the whole the scrutiny on the runners recently, because he was like shepherding and blocking. Yeah, it was, the around, yeah. it was a game against Carlton when he was the runner for filling the Giants. Yeah, the Giants. He was yeah. filling the hole. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fucking dog. He was a dog captain, and now he's a dog runner. <laughs> well, that's all he ever did was fill the hole down back <laughs> and point a lot. Yes. He yes. did a lot of pointing. Yeah, he loved to point. Do you think it's too harsh for a runner? Like, a runner should be able to interact, especially an ex-player. You figure. Mm, I yeah. mean, who knows what he said? He might have got very personal indeed. Who knows? That's but, true. Um, but, yeah, they're trying to crack down. The memo is understood to have emphasised that clubs need to ensure their runners perform their roles without getting in the way and inhibiting yep. the ability of players to perform uh, umpires do their job. Okay, how was that inhibiting? So, that mean that, does that mean they're like 25 runners on Carlton games at all times? Inhibiting their ability to play. That's no, good stuff. <laughs> how, like, how is it inhibiting what Todd Goldstein was doing? It's that's like you have to judge how effective his sledge was. Yeah, yeah. And if yeah. you go, oh, he's going to be thinking about that all day, it's a fine. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Or a week off. Or a week off, yeah. indeed. Yeah. What if though? What if it was like he's on the he's on the phone and Ken Hinckley goes, oh, that Todd Goldstein's a fuckwit. He thinks, oh, am I? I got a message for yeah, Todd. Yeah, I got a message. Yeah, I got a message for Todd. He yeah. goes out there, delivers it, and all yep. of a sudden he's got a week off. Mm-hmm. Whereas it was mm-hmm. Ken Hinckley who hates Todd Goldstein. <laughs> Do you think Chad gets paid for that job? Is he a coach at Port in general? Oh. Maybe has some kind of role. Do you think Ryan would get paid? That's a very good question. Yeah, I don't know. I would say yeah, unless they're like an, an assistant around the club. Yeah, yeah, because his replacement is Trent Henschel, who is an assistant at Port, I believe. Yes. Okay. So it's like, well, okay, he's an employee, but yeah, chatty boy doesn't he just own a bunch of gyms or something? Like, I don't know. I think he's just doing it for the love of the power, love of the club. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people do that, don't mm. they? Mm. Mm. Do you have a not- notable runner at Carlton? Uh, no, not that I can think of. Hmm. I, th- I thought Andrew Walker may have done it uh, recently, but yeah. I'm not sure if he's uh, every game. But it's interesting mm. that Trent Henschel did it because he he's lucky to be able to run at all, yes. let alone be a runner. Because remember yeah. he did that, he blew his knee out. He did like a double. A double knee. <laughs> double knee, yeah. yeah. It's like he did his ACL and his MCL and like dislocated his knee and Dude. all this sort of shit yeah, when he went right. down for Adelaide His a few bottom years half ago. of his leg just flew off yeah. during a game, I think. <laughs> yeah. And, the, you know, the opposition wouldn't hand it back. Yeah. It's really yeah. It was terrible. One of my favourite bits of footage last weekend, I don't know if you saw this one, but the... Uh, it was a Eagles fan, wasn't it? Yes. Who tried to burn a Dockers jumper. After mm. the Derby Derby. After yes. the game. And he couldn't quite seem to be able to do it. That's embarrassing. It is a bit embarrassing. <laughs> if you're going to torch something, mate, you've got to have it go up yeah. in an instant. Yeah, get the lighter fluid out. Just get it done. No, I don't care even if you end up with third degree burns yourself. That's that's more fun in the video. Well, Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you'll still have your pride. Yeah. Which is important. <laughs> to 
me a football jumper seems like something that would go up pretty easily. Well, I thought it melt. The current ones I thought would kind of melt more. So okay. it would be mm. slow. Like you wouldn't want to wear a current one in front of one of those electric heaters that you had when you were yes. little. Yes, yeah. That's sticking to your back. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, I know what you mean, yeah. It'd be like a shrinky. It would just tighten around your body. It's like when like the electric blankets catch on fire and people turn into little little sausage rolls. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's exactly like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I was doing it around a lot of people. Mm. Like there, It was post-game. There were a lot of people in the concourse. Around. Yeah. And luckily there's no running track around that ground like there will be around Eddie Head Stadium. Yeah. But it's, uh, it was pretty piss weak. I want to know. And there was he- a Dockers fan that came up near the end. Kind of just stop him from burning it. Yeah. Yeah. Burning <laughs> the Dockers jumper. It's too far. Did he buy that jumper though? Like, is he tipping money into the Dockers well, merchandise? They're not cheap. Yeah, right. No, they're not. They're not. No. Maybe did stole he... it off a fan. Yeah, did he beat, beat, <laughs> beat someone yeah, up right. for yeah. their jumper? Throw him into the swamp. This is just yeah. the end of a spree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I, I, don't, I don't mind it. I think though, like, uh, I'd prefer an effigy. Yes. Everyone loves a good flaming effigy. Like mm-hmm. a Ross Lion or something. Yeah. Well... <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot of people who want to burn a Ross Lyon <laughs> yes. at the moment. But, uh, but you know, like uh, someone who's recognisable. Like if you had a Dyson Heppel effigy, I'm not uh, condoning. Like Dyson Heppel's done nothing wrong. Mm. No. Mm. But he would be a perfect effigy. Lots of straw. Yeah, yeah. The yes. beard, the hair. Maybe yes. it could become a tradition after Eagles uh, of a derby match. Mm-hmm. Whoever wins gets to burn an effigy of the player of their choice. Okay. It's not bad. So you build that out the front. It become a bit of a tradition. Yeah, yeah. Like build that yeah. out the front. A bit like Burning Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you have a docker and an eagle, and then at the end, everyone gathers around one. We yeah. burn that motherfucker down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But if it's what if it's AFL approved? So you go mm. into the tent. You go. Oh, can I get one of those stupid um, dreadlock beanie things? Ooh, yes. Oh yes. Yep. And I'll have a uh, I'll have a Jack Darling effigy. Okay. To torch. All right. <laughs> I like it. Or I, I like the idea of just two Wicker Man style built out the front mm. and then maybe a lucky kid gets to light the fuse or oh, something. Yeah, a kid gets selected. Fuck yeah. 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 Ra- maybe a raffle yes. for the game. Yes. A bit of community spirit. Yeah, select yeah. someone. Then yeah. we just light that thing on fire. On the ground? I think outside. So, it's so when you're leaving, yeah, mm, as yes, a part of your celebrations. Pre-planned. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it can be on the footbridge outside the <laughs> officer's stadium. Yes, it doesn't exist. Yeah, they don't have, well, I mean, yeah. the good thing is that at least because it's only half built, so They're it will collapse into the water. Yeah, mm. okay, All which right. would be uh, very, very safe. Mm. Um, this one store I do love, uh, Harley Bunnell. Mm. Um, the Richmond looked into getting in. Maybe I think the end of 2015. Maybe yes, they were looking to land a big fish, and they, they had a choice. Around. They were had a war c- chest. Yes, <laughs> yes, they definitely had a war chest, and they were going to go with either Harley Bunnell or Chris Yaron. <laughs> And they went um, with Harley Bunnell. Mm. No, no, they didn't go with Harley Bunnell, sorry. No, they went with Yaz. Because they asked uh, Dusty what he reckoned of a Harley, and he said he was a bit too loose. Well, so Harley flew down yeah. and stayed with Dusty because mm. he was going to have a medical the next morning, and this is in the article. Mm. Went uh, out. This is not... Uh, yeah, and he went out, and he just didn't... didn't show the medical. Didn't turn up back to Dusty's. He's like, this is not good. Didn't turn up to the medical. Mm. And then Dusty went into... They asked Dusty, and he said, I reckon he's a bit loose. Now, when Dustin what? Martin... <laughs> God... <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to do for yeah. Dusty? Yeah, yeah. he took his loose. chopsticks, yeah. I think. Ricky Nixon said, I wouldn't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Harley. And so they ended up getting uh, Chris Yaron, which turned out to be a fucking disaster for Richmond anyway. Mm. But yeah, when uh, when Dustin Martin's calling you and saying, mate, come on, you got to pull down. your head in. Yeah. Rain it in, Harley. Yeah. They talk about here, Dustin, I mean, he, I mean, he has changed over the years. Uh, it's evidence in his embrace of yoga, mm. of bathing his body in salt water. Uh, and that's... Just going for a swim, right? Surely that's yeah. I was trying to work that out. <laughs> I'm trying to have is that a washing thing or is that like a yeah therapy thing? 
Yeah, yeah well, like helping the muscles. I think it's a therapy thing. Like, aren't those mm. flotation tanks uh, very heavily salted? So that's how you float, like the Dead Sea. Oh uh-huh. yeah, right. Is that not how a saltation a flotation tank works? I don't you know. Don't have to, it's not very relaxing if you're in there for two hours <laughs> treading water. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just get your head's dunking under every three minutes. Bathing his body in salt water. And that, that, you could easily do that in Port Phillip Bay. Like, that is yeah, not... Yeah, yeah, That's not uh, Dusty taking it to a level that people go, oh, mate, he's committed. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's gone a bit wacky with yeah. these methods. He walks his feet across grass. <laughs> and then it has this devotion to mindfulness training too. Yes, which I think is a big thing in Richmond at the moment, is mindfulness. Okay. Mm. Oh, yes. no, you're right. Yes, yeah. I have heard that, yes. Yeah. yeah, they're massive into that. Yeah, yeah, so they've devoted themselves to... It's, is it like a meditation? Basically, yeah, yeah. It's because it's like you just think about nothing for 10 minutes a day or something. Okay. And it relaxes you, I guess? You figure that's up Dusty's alley. Yeah. To just think about... But, but nothing. Like, yeah. Oh, he's much? nailing it. He's 24 hours a day. <laughs> I mean, how much is on his mind? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what time does kittens open? <laughs> when? Uh, when? When's the season end? When can I get to Vegas? Yes. You know, yes, yes. Will Swanee come with me this year? Mm. Just little things like that that are just plaguing him. He's got to clear his mind of those... Uh, those distractions. Just, yeah, yes. Exactly. Yes. Get back to his best footy. Mm. We'll wrap it up shortly because we're running out of stories. But we've got one more about our old friends Gabby Greco and Jeffrey Edelson. Oh, boy. Now, they, they could actually be back on the cards. Wow. Well, he's sick at the moment, is he not? Uh, he has had kind of some kind of undisclosed medical treatment. Okay. Yeah. Now, if you uh, someone tagged me into this on my Instagram, and thank you for this, but there's a uh, there's a delightful video on Gabby Greco, our <laughs> favourite uh, DJ slash artist, on her Instagram. Well, in this article, I think she's a model slash rapper. <laughs> oh, yeah, Florida wow. blonde model turned rapper. Diversifying. So she's a triple threat, Adam. Jeez. When did? But it sounds like she's dropped artist off there. Well, I suppose the, the rapping, you know, you got to... It's well, an, up, it's it's an, an art. art form, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's a fair point. But you yeah. need to focus on, on the rapping, I think, more yeah, than the okay. art, artwork at the minute. So if you check out... Actually, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll find this uh, clip. Florida-born model turned rapper uh, first met. Uh, they first met on sugardaddy.com. Isn't that sweet? Good that is, that's where all the good relationships start. <laughs> anyway, so she's head back to America, I believe, but they're going a bit back and forth. Apparently, they've been um, sexting. Oh, like. very nice. So there's something for you. So he's sexting from the hospital bed? Is that what's going he on? He seems to be out of hospital now. It seems okay. to be some kind of undisclosed thing, yeah. Mm. He plans to visit Greco this month in the US once he's fully recovered. Oh, okay. This I is a real I... Romeo-Juliet kind of situation. I mean, you would just As want to they'll both end it. up dead. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the guy first, I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 Not suicide, uh, natural causes. <laughs> yes. But you can get on board a product that Jeff's been... Uh, about to begin spruiking, I think. And I yes. think it might be his product. Edelson is overseeing two new medical products that will hit the market in weeks. An age-reversing gel mm-hmm. called Collagen Activate. And this is my favourite bit here. An erectile dysfunction tablet, Resurrection X. Sounds like a film title, doesn't it? <laughs> well, hang on, hang so on. So we can... Let's we just break can it down first. So get first, a, you've rubbed Get erections... The- and say thank you very much, Jeffrey Edelston. <laughs> but you rub the gel on first, so people go, "Oh, Jeffrey, are you are you forty five? Yeah, goes, yeah, I am." And check this out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got the double. He's a d- double threat. Oh, yeah. you do the gel on your penis as well, and you, your penis has never looked younger. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a five year old. <laughs> um, 
On her uh, Instagram, she did a long, quite a long video of her wearing a very weird outfit. Uh, do a get well video to Jeffrey. Oh, okay. Oh. Someone tagged me into. So thank you for that. Oh, uh, gotcha. Always, always love to see <laughs> what uh, what Gabby's people are up thinking to. of you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here we go. So she's working on an EP. Huh. With Gotta start small too Don't it's go with an album No, no, no Four tracks max yeah. That's what I always say That's a good idea yeah. For Gabby <laughs> Wrote a first rap song At the beginning of last year And he's currently working on an EP With Project Pat Of the 3-6 Mafia fame Okay, that's legit Oscar winner mm. Is that right? Yeah, for uh, It's hard out there, Hard out here for a pimp From the movie <laughs> Is that Hustle and Flow? Maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe Yeah Let's do some movie talk, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I remember John Stewart had a joke. He's like, just for the record, uh, Martin Scorsese, zero Oscars, uh, Three Six Mafia, one. <laughs> <laughs> so this, okay, so this is a, a real career that we're hearing about. Yeah. Wait a second. That implies that there was no real career in the first no, place. A real <laughs> rapping career. Ah. You know, she was a really DJ a, slash artist. Yes. And yeah. nailed it. Like once you once you've done it, you kind of go on board. Yep. Yeah. She's like she's like the white. Female Kanye, really. Yeah, no more mountains to climb there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yep. you've scaled. You're, you're the top of Mount Everest. Mm. So hopefully very shortly that'll be in the market so we can look younger and more erect than ever. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. And what about her song? Is it is it anything out there at all? There's can no we... information. No, no. Okay. No, nothing to, be, right. nothing to be announced at this stage. No. Could she? All right, this is out, this is out there. But what I mean, It's if... more about the love story, Adam. No, I know. <laughs> I know I, I, I digress, but what if, and go with me here, grand final day, if Gabby Greco comes out Ooh. with a brand new song mm-hmm. dedicated to Jeffrey, mm-hmm. and uh, that there's your uh, pre-game entertainment. Yeah. yeah, or maybe surprise Twilight grand final, halftime entertainment. Just start it, you know, with a bang, with, yeah. with the best of the best. I wouldn't mind if, I mean, I'm pretty anti-Twilight Grand Final, mm. but if they did book her for the entertainment, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. all in. I think everyone will be. What yeah. about post-game? Like, say Richmond go back-to-back. If Jack Rewald's up there singing oh. with Gabby Greco uh-huh. instead of the Killers, yeah. yes. that'll go That'll go viral. That's <laughs> the moment, yeah, that's yeah. what we want. Yeah. That's what football fans all around the world have called for, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More viral content. Yes. We got a couple of footballers in real life. Can I start okay. off with a footballer in real life? Yeah, sure. I saw Nathan Jones at a cafe in Cremorne. Oh, okay. On Tuesday morning, he was just uh, sitting there talking to another person in a. He was in civvies, so I was like, "Oh, that's Nathan Jones," because mm. he had the big, the big footballers watch. You know, how footballs always. Yes, yes. They're like, yeah, I earn a fuckload of money, man. Yeah, be freebies <laughs> though. They get that stuff for free, surely. What? Pop yeah. on Instagram, exactly. Yeah. yeah, they're all influencers. Mm. Yeah, no, oh, you're right. Damn it. <laughs> Evan, look at this. Buddy has over three hundred thousand. Instagram followers. Yeah. Wow. Evan Swanee has over 200,000. I'm sure he has a lot more now. Mm. <laughs> um, Good for short video clips, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's more of a vine. Yes. Um, so anyway, he was there with a, a dude in like a uh, Melbourne tracksuit top who looked oh, okay. like he may have been an assistant coach or someone mm-hmm. to do with the club. Yeah. And they were just having a chat. Yeah, great. Uh, from Nick. Uh, two or three years ago during the off-season, I was getting a burger in Frio. Because, needless to say, I'm doing very well for myself. <laughs> and who did I spy? But Lee Spur and then Docker Mickey Barlow. Spur and Barlow were also ordering burgers. And not only did they choose the most unhealthy burgers off the menu, bacon, extra everything, mm-hmm. uh, they also got large chips each. I was tempted at this point to intervene and ask both Spur and Barlow whether their dietary choices were appropriate during their all-important pre-season preparation. However, I didn't, as, as my mates told me, not to make a tit of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Wise. 
Uh, did I make the right call? Should I have dubbed in the players at the club? Were they entitled to hard-earned carbs? Do I need to get a life? Your thoughts would be appreciated. And I did say, reply to Nick and say, look, I think I think your club has far more problems at the minute. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Michael Bar- Michael Barlow was uh, delisted, and obviously is uh, now Gold Coast son. Yeah, maybe the skin folds blew out. Ooh. Mm-hmm. They've gone, mate. Have you had have you had uh, beer battered chips mm. recently? And he's like, oh, yeah, I had them with the bacon and the and the aioli. And they're like, Phew, boy, fat boy, <laughs> you're out of here. Well, he's one that we hope you like to be fat. You go join Stewie too, man. <laughs> oh yes, this is what we hope they uh, they put on the chips. So we got from uh, Lachlan. What an interesting um, segue. Yeah. Vable, smooth. Vable Intel chicken sold is live and active in Seattle. Uh, interestingly, it is white, not yellow. And there's a photo of uh, Lachlan's friend in Seattle holding up um, the chicken sop container. Jeez, you've got, to be, you've got to be dubious when chicken salt is white. Mm. I mean, chicken mm. salt is just, it's so pure and so <laughs> so clean. That's can, cut with something. It can only be yellow. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's it. As soon as they put white chicken salt on the market, I'm dubious. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm concerned for people's safety. I feel like they may have just written chicken on the salt thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's that a very is, good point. That yeah. is my You'd theory. You'd probably pay $48 for that. Indeed. But it's good to see it being spread. Mm. Yeah, spreading, going global. Yeah. Mm. It's not Matani, though, in the picture, unfortunately. One's baby steps. Baby steps. Once people get the taste, <laughs> yeah. and yes. they'll be like, where can we get... Uh, and they'll go, you know, it's usually yellow. They're like, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They go, oh, there's a thing called Matani. We should open up like a Koala Blue style shop, but just for chicken salt. <laughs> all, around the, all around the globe. Just one just item. Just Matani. Yeah. <laughs> we could just open up a Matani shop, I suppose. Oh, you know mm. where we could do it? Because, you know, uh, the Chinese have proved uh, very massive for formula, baby formula. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And you know they they clean. It's a it's a big thing. You know, in the news, they're always cleaning out the uh, the shelves at supermarkets. Yeah, they're sending it back home. Mm. Yeah. What if if we can get Chinese children, the extra ones that are going to these games, yes. hooked on chicken salt? Okay. Now there's a fucking market. Yep. Yeah. If there's a billion tubs of uh, chicken salt going out to China every <laughs> every week because you're yep. fucking loading shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Forget MSG. Well, we know that Michael Barlow is willing to at least have fast food on his person. He can get it over there for the Suns game. Bang. Boom. There we go. Everyone's like, why is Michael Barlow playing? He's been playing shit in the knee for you go, mate. <laughs> Bigger picture. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, I like it. We're going to hit the road. Benny, you got any gigs or anything you want to plug? Uh, listen to Filthy Casuals, a podcast I do with Tommy Dasselow and Adam Knox. It's about video games. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit different to footy, but it's mostly just uh, three mates having a having a laugh. Having a laugh. People yeah. love having a laugh. Tell yeah. me, um, there is an AFL game. Have you played that? Is it any good? No, it's awful. Okay. It is awful on a level I've not seen before. Ah. It's, it's really, really bad. It's They've like never a... been able to do that. Is that because we're three, a 360 game and with too many things to do? No, it is because there's not enough money in the Australian video games industry. Uh-huh. So it's, we're just not good enough, yep. <laughs> basically. But uh, yeah, AFL Evolution. How don't, do they don't buy? <laughs> how do they try and capture it? Like, is there like Joffa in the crowd and stuff like that? The, the, that's the crowd is a blur. Do they do? <laughs> it's it's so it's so bad. Do they have like bongo cam like after <laughs> quarter time break on the big screen or something? They got some pretzels that uh, BJ knocks over. Yeah, yeah is, perfect. Is wow, life like that is the one detail. <laughs> you can give him a spray at quarter time. Yeah, choose yes. that option. Yeah, Max Gorn stares directly into the camera. Do they, they, they go in? Sorry, do they go into the coaches' rooms? Like, do they, do, you know, in the I suppose preamble, do they have I, a? No, I don't think so. Coach it, talking. I think it starts with like them coming up the race, and then it's just all on the ground. It's I can't emphasize enough. It is a bad game. And okay. can you switch players quite easily? Because eighteen again would be one of the more uh, 
large number of players. Yeah, yeah. you would have for any any team yeah. sport. It's more, it's more than soccer, I guess. Yeah, you just you follow the ball. So if you're so in it possession, switches. it position it switches to who you've kicked it to. Yeah, and if you're in defense, I think you have to do you have to do it manually. It's the, I guess the player nearest the ball most of the time. But okay. it's it's more like it looks bad. It's kind of jerky. It's I don't recommend it. And, and I you, imagine too, uh, like it'd be a pretty hard sequence of buttons to sell foot candy. Oh yes. Well, that's the that's the the, the big combo. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And like Bruce commentating, or it's Richo and Dennis, I think. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. And it's awful again. Like <laughs> well, I, I, the first time I played it, they were like saying. Like they were going, oh, and Collingwood are seventeen points in front, but we weren't. Like we were behind. Yeah, like it was. Oh, it's just a, po- a poorly made game. Um, yeah, I mean, in, in the very early version, they had Ricky Olorenshaw on the bench, and it was fucking. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was saying shit like that. Yeah. No idea what was going on. Yeah. Well, that was in the actual coverage. We're going to hit the road. We are Junk Time Alpha Pod at Gmail or Junk Time Alpha Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Hit us up. Send us your footballers in real life. We're going to hit the road. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, guys. Go Hawks. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.